Yes, it's time once again to check in with our friends on the Major Spoilers Infinite Podcast. This time we're checking in with Earth-24. The Earth, I think, of some really bad transitions. We were trying to edit out some comments that were not meant for public ears, things that we were talking about uh, about the website. So you're going to hear some really kind of awkward transitions. Uh, but this time we're going to talk, uh, Matthew describes a series from the 70s that he really dug. Our friend Salieri has been working on this fan fiction series uh, to ultimize the DC universe. So that brought up the question of what television shows would we like to turn into an ultimate series? And uh, then finally, Matthew kind of goes off on a rant about why fan fiction really doesn't work. That's all coming up on the Major Spoilers Podcast, The Crisis on Infinite Podcasts, from Earth-24. Yeah, the show was good. I think we, we didn't have enough Brian on this episode. Yeah. We really do need to just get just strip some Brian out of the old episodes. And I'll be just like, get him to record a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And like I said, just, I'll put it into like, maybe we'll start recording in GarageBand or something where I can bring up the virtual keyboard and just plug in those <laughs> phrases into like the first 12 keys and just ding 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 just every time he says stuff oh, cool. oh yeah i really like that oh yeah make sure that one of the phrases that he says is he loves you i love you matthew <laughs> no <laughs> one that i'd like to get to eventually presuming we keep doing this long enough to where we have the chance to get you guys a copy have you ever read super folks Mm-mm. i haven't super folks is actually pretty awesome it's one of those weird mid-70s books and it came out and basically the main the main thrust of it is this guy is taking all of the comic book archetypes and cliches and really deconstructing them, but he's doing it like years before Alan Moore. Literally, I think it came out in 74. Hmm. But the main character is essentially Clark Kent, but since he's a TV newscaster, he's David Brinkley. Interesting. And we go through this whole bit where, you know, David Brinkley is in his 50s, so he's having to deal with, you know, his uniform not fitting and one of the plot points that keeps coming up is a recurring joke that no one ever gets because it's, you know, not 35 years ago. Yeah. Um, in this alternate universe, famous people aren't famous. So Telly Savalas is a baseball player and Bella Abzug is the cab driver who keeps showing up and driving him around New York. It's, is this it's easy to really, get a hold of? Uh, I have a copy. Somewhere? Is it in a trade somewhere or what? I think it's still in print. They did a reprint of it about 97 or 98. And Kurt Busiek and Mark Wade are on the cover they did the forward and they're talking about how much they love this book now because of what it really, it puts a lot of light on why we love superheroes and the ridiculous things that we suspend Except, our disbelief yeah, about. Ah, cool. I was, I was thinking about doing this and obviously I'm too lazy and don't have the time, but, um, what do you mean? You don't got the time. You're yeah. single. You live at, in well, Russell. And I'm lazy yeah, is, well. is really uh, the core of the thing. I, every time I talk to my mom, she's like, Oh, you, you said you were going to start writing. Have you started writing? I'm like, no, and she's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm lazy. I'm just not going to do it, Mom. You might as well stop asking. Anyway, um, the uh, I wanted to do this whole trailer. It's like, you know, in a town where everybody hates Comic Sans. Oh, yeah, yeah, One yeah. man has stepped up to the plate as the new font. This summer belongs to, what, Cooper Plate Gothic, <laughs> which is what... Uh, Jumper yeah, yeah, is yeah. using what yeah. Wanted is using. Mm-hmm. I think Independence Day has kind of a variant on it. Like yeah, it's yeah. been a really hot font for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I wanted funny. to do something like that, but then I was like, "Yeah, that's time that I have to spend editing. I edit all day. Yeah. I'm gonna play video games." One of the things I'm thinking for maybe Friday, what I'm gonna do is 
plug that thing again because he sent me a new link to their mm-hmm. Ultimate Wonder Woman that they have going on. So I'll plug that, but I'm saying, you know, if people are really getting into the Ultimate line, what other things could we put under Ultimate? And I'm going to have, like, Ultimate Rockford Files, Ultimate Simon and Simon, <laughs> Ultimate Magnum P.I., and give a, you know, a little paragraph description of yeah. how the story would be changed. Mm-hmm. You know, Magnum, the one I thought about him is, uh, instead of the 80s and he's a Vietnam vet, he's an Iraqi vet who moves to, who somehow saved Robin Master's life, who was a, you know, something that happened in Iraq and saved his life. Mm-hmm. And he gets this sweet deal in, in Hawaii, and it's kind of, I'm going to kind of pull things from B. Clay Moore's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hawaiian dick and kind of mash it with It's It's with too that. bad that um that they are kind of revamping stuff, because we could have done, you know, Ultimate uh, Bionic Woman, Ultimate yeah, Knight yeah, Rider, yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. but they've kind of done that. Well, I'm going to throw those in then. Oh, wait, that actually didn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, okay. The credit from Rodrigo. So if you can think of some other things that you think would be ultimized yeah. and would it work or not work, because, yeah, that's essentially but what Knight Rider I, I, and we should, Bionic We Woman should is. be careful about not trivializing the ultimate stuff that they're no, doing. No, no, no. I, I that's, think they're putting I, a lot of work I would love to see a, a modern-day Rockford. Actually, I'd like to see Rockford Files set in the 70s like it originally was, mm-hmm. but set during and make it a realistic 70s with the drugs, the prostitution, yep. the mob control of, of a, Los Angeles. Something that people really like is like Twin Peaks or something like that. I oh, never, never Ultimate that. Twin Peaks. That would oh, be cool. Oh, that would be pretty awesome. I, I have, I do not know anything about that series, but everybody really raves about it. Good thing I'm it. recording this because I don't have a pen, uh, Andy. Yeah. Apparently there's a couple of peaks to see. Yeah. They're and they very, look they're exactly very similar. like. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Dark Shadows. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate Night Stalker. What is his name? Yeah, um, Kolchak. Kolch- they, Kolchak. They, kinda, they did redo Kolchak recently, and it just totally bombed. Yeah. They, well, they, re- they redid Kolchak? I thought I they re-released so. the original series. Oh, they, re- sci-fi. they did a new yeah. Kolchak series on, like, sci-fi or something. Yeah, I think that's what that was. Was Where it they... a new series? I thought it was just reruns of the original. You know what I want to see? Ultimate Prisoner. Yeah. The story, and how would the that story... be set? Would that be the set story like of on, uh... number six in Guantanamo Bay for being, you know, non-mutual to the the uh, government's oh, ongoing you go. campaigns, you know, and he has to try and get out. But, of course, he doesn't know who to trust. You, I mean, you could play that whole thing up with the current political situation. There you go. You could you could throw it all together and really make a statement, although I'm not the guy to write it, make a statement about the current state of American politics, which you know, bears a slight resemblance to what you saw in the village where you never know who to trust. Everybody's working for somebody, whatever. Well, the whole point of this is just something humorous, and it's like Mm. a paragraph or two of each ultimate story. And the good thing is no one would be able to do that because then... Ultimate Wizard of Oz. Oh, Ultimate Wizard of Oz. Ultimate Wizard of Oz. Didn't they do that with Tin Man? Oh, I didn't see Tin Man. Man. I I actually, I really liked it. Did you really? I watched like 30 minutes and I was like, yeah, this is no freaking Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's and it it's it's a lot more understated. Yeah, um, on purpose, I think. Um, I've I've watching that. I've discovered that I have a crush on uh, Zooey Deschanel. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the I I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't who- I couldn't hate it too much. But no, I I liked it. I thought there were a lot of cool things. I was disappointed about the cowardly lion character, but uh, you know the Tin Man is such a kick-ass character. And, you know, they call him the Tin Man for two reasons. They stick him in a giant suit, basically an Iron Maiden, to punish him. Uh-huh. And he used to be a... Uh... Woodsman? No, he used to be a... Like a ranger. Oh, okay. So he wore a tin star, and that's why they called him Tin Man. 
So there's a lot mm. of reasons. Um, the scarecrow is not a scarecrow at all, but he's a guy who had they had his brain taken out because he had all these state secrets. Oh, so cool. in order to silence him, they took out his brain and plugged it into a machine to still use his brain, and they just kind of left him for dead. Interesting. Interesting. Wow, that sounds kind of dark. Yeah, it's it, it really I, I, apparently I liked was it. yeah. I think there's gonna be, they're making a follow up to that or something. Mm. The ending was kind of yeah. lame, but it's it's one of those things where like it's like uh yeah we got ten minutes left on the last episode <laughs> let's let's wrap this up kind of kind of like this show oh we got five minutes to talk about this straight paperback go yeah. go liked it yeah it it came in a it, it had pages and there were pictures on them and stuff <laughs> all right I enjoyed it well, why right. why don't you like fan fiction uh, there uh, Matthew. Because the problem with fan fiction is it asks questions that never needed to be asked. And every fan fiction story I've ever read is like, here's the my version of the big premise behind the whole thing. Like, every fan fiction X-Files stories I've ever read explain every single thing mm -hmm. and give us a solid, quantifiable answer, which ends the series. And they're not even good answers. Well, I mean, it, that's not every I, fan fiction. Then there's the well, other one where they start making out. The, what about the slash right. fiction? Yeah, the yeah. slash <laughs> fiction. I actually, the one that I loved was they did it. It was an X Files story, and I didn't realize it was the kind of story that it was until the giant uh, alien creature with penis tentacles attacks Agent Scully. <laughs> nice. And it, it rips away her clothes. And I'm not bothered by the fact that Scully is being ravaged by an alien penis creature. I'm bothered by the description, the loving description of Scully's underwear, where she's wearing like a merry widow and, and stockings and, and garter belts. And I'm like, Scully wouldn't wear a garter belt. Scully so would wear... So fan yeah. fiction is is too unrealistic. Uh, no, well, well I, I, you know, the, is there the good problem, fan fiction? There probably Absolutely. is, and it's very quickly picked up by the actual people who are doing it, and then they're like, "All right, well, let's just turn this into an actual story." I'm sure there's people out there who are writing good fan fiction. Um, Brian Bettis gets paid to write good fan fiction for Marvel, and I don't mean that in a snotty way. Well, and you know. P there's people out there who understand but here's the thing people out there who are good writers will often come up with their own characters even if the characters are kind of knockoffs of other characters right they will very quickly take them in a different direction and then it's not really fan fiction anymore again somebody who kind of understands how it works they're like well you know i really want to write a spirit comic or a spider-man comic or something like that so i'll just tweak things over here and then you know uh was it was that actually Rob Liefeld who just couldn't quite get that right with like the fighting American or something like that? It's like he wanted agent, to agent. Um, no fighting. No, it's uh, screw it. We we're yeah. just gonna get sued. Yep, it's like he wanted to write more Captain America after he'd been on the title or draw it more or something. Yeah. And you know, it's like uh, no, you can't do that. So you have to change it to a certain extent. There there can be good fan fiction. The problem is people that are writing fan fiction don't get a lot of the time what makes for a good story. They're and like, th here is what I've always wanted to happen, which is Mulder and Scully making out. Oh, my right. God, the sexual tension of, of that show is so much that I have to go to my computer and force these characters who are clearly not making out for a reason and make them make out so that I can satisfy this necessity I have right. for the characters to be together. Like I say, answering questions that don't need to be answered. Exactly. If you look at, like, well, and the thing that I, that always strikes it for me is if you read like Star Trek fan fiction, are my you talking about the homoerotic fiction, or are you just talking about Star Trek fiction in general? Well, actually, the the homoeroticism isn't really an ele an element of fan fiction so much as it's just something that they throw in there. But there was a story where 
the Starship Voyager was lost in time and met Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon. And That's I went, okay. so cool. No, because here's the problem. Star Wars took place a long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, who's to say that Voyager takes place in the 23rd century? Wormhole technology. It it yeah. brings up a big problem in that the universes are actually not compatible in yeah, any way. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I will say... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go into uh, Star Trek meets the X-Men, which is you know yeah. equally problematic. Oh, that was terrible. I, my, one of my favorites actually saw print in a comic... Where uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca oh, I went think through I some know sort what you're of talking about. some yeah. sort of space time gap, they crash on this weird planet, and Chewbacca, being you know from wherever he's from, he's a Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, thank you. Nerd. <laughs> and he he lives on. Han Solo is killed in the crash, and then it then we go forward in time, and we find Indiana Jones I coming in. I love that. If- I love that issue yeah. of from Dark Horse. Where Indiana Jones comes to investigate sightings of, uh, of Bigfoot, and it's Chewbacca, and yes. he finds Han Solo's body. I'm like, that pure fan fiction done really well. That was, a, and I'm I was I've been meaning to bring that up for about I don't know twelve episodes now, because I just love that Indiana Jones, and I'm trying to dig That's... through my copies to find what issue that appeared in because I know I've read it. Yeah. It's like Crisis on Infinite Harrison Ford's, I believe it's called. No, that's not what it's called. But it's no? it's good. I, I, I yeah, just it's, enjoy it's, that. If you get that, something that's a crazy enough idea that it, like, that's the thing is, like, if it's going to be over the top, it has to fly so far over the top that you can't even see the bottom anymore. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you're going to go, go with a smile. Make it big. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem is these stories, you know, you set up, like, let's say you're writing... You know, we keep using the X-Files example. Even if you get away from the trap of Mulder and Scully, half the point of that series is them not acting on their sexual tension. Mm -hmm. You get people who feel the need to fill in the backstory of, say, CGB Spender, the cigarette-smoking man. Mm -hmm. But they don't come up with anything new. They just fill in the blanks based on what we already know. So either you get somebody who writes something that just regurgitates what we've already seen and tries to pass it off as new stuff or they create something new and if you create something new it's either great and you love it and you wish it was part of the real character but it can never be or it's or so it, awful it, that it puts you off the series entirely yeah like you know the scene with scully getting ravaged by the alien penis beast ultimate which, rockford files would still rock you know what would be great about ultimate rockford files you got to have rocky Played yep. by Powers Booth. Yeah, but see, I wouldn't. I'm just saying, you know, this concept of you know, you, here's here's my idea of I was going to do kind of a, uh, I wanted to do a detective TV show, but this right. guy lived in such a fantasy world all the time. He grew up watching all of these old shows, and he wants to be a detective when he grows up. But every night when he goes to sleep, he dreams about playing cards with all of these detectives that he grew up so and they kind of help him solve the case and they also help him deal with his real life issues that he's going through but you know he comes in and he sits down and he's playing cards with jim rockford and magnum pi and columbo and sherlock holmes and well that really (laughs) wasn't a tv show but barnaby jones uh you know quincy you know all these characters you know just appear in his dreams b.a barakas (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I don't know if he's really a detective, but yes, you know Shut those up, kinds of things. And and so the and so I thought that would be such a cool idea if you could get the original actors to play it, but they're all so old or dead now mm-hmm. that it wouldn't work. But the the <laughs> the two part episode between season one and season two is where he actually meets Jim Rockford or Jim Garner mm-hmm. and can't separate the fact that Jim Garner was Jim Rockford and they end up solving a case together and mm. I just thought that'd be a cool premise for a TV show where someone's imagination l- helps him solve cases but it's all these old detectives from when he grew up. Thoughts, That'd ideas, cool. good idea, bad idea? I like the- that. U- Ultimate Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, oh nice. You yes. you, you got to take a realistic portrayal of, you know, life in 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 yes. the Appalachia and take them to a realistic Beverly Hills. But isn't isn't uh, Ultimate uh Beverly Hillbillies, the Britney Spears family. Uh, oh, oh <laughs> two points, Steven. Yes, she may be broke and, and crazy, but she <laughs> makes more money talking than we'll ever make. Yeah. I guess once you go down Hi. that route, you could do Ultimate Monsters, which they kind of did. They did kind of update the monsters like a while back. Yeah, but... yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> While the crisis on infinite podcasts may seem like uh, a kind of a fresh idea, you might be surprised to know that we actually used one of these back-end recordings, one of these after-show discussions, in one of our very early podcasts, in episode, I believe it was four, the episode entitled uh, We Can Be Heroes, the one where we had uh, the show started off, it sounded like it was starting as normal, and then we interrupted the podcast, and then we did this great discussion with Matthew about the Legion of Superheroes, and then we kind of returned to the show already in progress. That was an after-show discussion that that we recorded uh, that just fit right in, so... Sometimes some of these work out right, and and sometimes uh, maybe they're a little weird, but hopefully you're enjoying them. Uh, Five more to go, guys, and we do have some uh, some doozies. We will be talking about uh, um, the new Dungeons & Dragons in an upcoming episode and, oh, the one I think everyone will be interested in, our favorite movies. Those are all coming up on the Major Spoilers podcast. Remember, check out the website, Majorspoilers.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, answers, uh, drop us an email at podcast at majorspoilers.com. Again, don't forget to visit the website. Friend us over at MySpace, majorspoilers, or myspace.com slash majorspoilers. I'm going to get this right one of these times. And, of course, tell all your friends about the show because we know that you love comics. We do, too. We'll see you next time. Stop talking about comic books or I'll kill you. I don't care if the Hulk could defeat the Man of Craven.